Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Success Quest. I'm Jacob Harmon, and I just wanted to pop in here real quick to let you know that yes, I am still around. (laughs) It's been a little while since I've been on the podcast, and that's just because Caleb was able to do a lot of interviews. We have quite a few interviews in the queue, so I'm kind of taking a little break from interviewing, and we're going to try to get all the interviews out that Caleb has already recorded. Um, We don't want people waiting around too long after they've had an interview with us, so we're really trying to prioritize those interviews first. No worries, though. I'm still here at Success Quest. I'm editing the podcast every single week, and I'm more than happy to connect with any of you, talk with any of you, please feel free to reach out to Caleb and I. We're happy to help in any way we can on your journey to success. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back, Questers, to another episode with Success Quest. I am your host, Caleb Bay, and today I'm so excited, just like I am every week, but today I'm so excited because today our, our special guest on our podcast, um, she has just this great vibe. We vibe really well in, in positivity and excitement and energy. And I just want to introduce to you Angela Marshall. Ooh. Oh, hello. Hi. Yes. Now, um, Angela Marshall is a motivational speaker, professional writer, columnist, bestseller, author, creative consultant, ex-wife to an NFL player, and business owner of In Other Words by Stone. So this is this is awesome. She's got so much going for her right now. Um, Angela, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you again for the consideration and opportunity to just share and impart the wisdom that I have obtained through the years and through my journey. I am Angela Marshall. I am also love. I am light. I am peace. I'm joy. And most emphatically, I am happy. I <laughs> love that. People can't really, you know, well, actually, they could say that if they were more in tune with who they are. But I am truly, truly happy and definitely free. So, yes, my platform is the story and life of an ex-NFL wife where I just share about my journey from reality to rags to riches. And the reason why I'm sharing my platform with the world is just to give them a different view and a different perspective of how to live vicariously through yourself. Because as one could imply, when you are an NFL wife, so to speak, uh, there's a lot of of assumptions. And there are a lot of, uh, I guess, societal pressures and styles and trends and different stuff that people try to force upon you. But when you actually live through yourself, you define yourself, you defy and you deny every obstacle or opposition that they try to put in front of you to try to uh, tell you not to be yourself. And when you become yourself and you're just really confident and sure, you win. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Questers. I don't know if you can tell, but she's very high energy. So this is, this is just going to be awesome. I was just thinking as she was talking, um, I was like, you know, sometimes we think that there are a lot, there are lots of roadblocks in life, right? Lots of trials and things like that. But Angela Marshall is like the roadblock to life. You know, she, she's the resistance to the roadblocks. You can tell she's like this big barrier. She's just like, yeah, let's go head on, you know, let's take it, let's tackle it. Um, so I love the attitude you have. Um, let's kind of dive a little bit deeper into that background. So ex NFL wife, um, what was that like? Well, it was exactly as most see it on TV from a spectator, I guess, um, uh, you know, position as far as the glitz and the glamour and just different things, perks, if you would, that we're afforded all of that 
fantabulous, 100%. What you don't get to see is just the inner work that we all need to do, or let me just say that I needed to do as a former NFL wife, because one, being young, being uh, very immature with two young children, trying to, I guess, um, you know, have a, a, a life with this man that, you know, I started out in high school and now through our college years, and then now we're in the NFL in the under this microscope of bright lights and all of that from time to time, and then trying to raise two children as I actually was still trying to raise myself. It was yeah. very difficult. Yeah, it, it was it was very rough. But the NFL provided so much exposure and just we met a lot of uh, you know famous and, and great people, phenomenal people that helped us along the way to become who we are today. So the NFL was wow. it was a great stepping stool uh, for me, should I say? It, it provided quite a few obstacles from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, and it did, you know, from just like I said, myself and different things. Money was not one of them, obviously, because you have, you know, pretty good salary yeah. and all of that with the, the NFL, but every other problem was one. And those wow. were things that structured us and, and you know, just kind of helped us to, to be or helped me to be better. That's crazy. I can't even imagine. That would be such a different lifestyle, you know, from being a normal, you know, citizen where you don't get to have that much exposure and talk to people who are, I guess, higher up there, you know, but that's what an interesting like lifestyle. What, what would you say? Is it because of that lifestyle you're doing what you're doing today? 100%. Wow. I have often uh, been assessed a particular lifestyle just because of that former NFL wife. And I'll even take it one step further uh, backwards. Even from a child growing up the way that I did, a lot of people, which I guess is the, you know, the human way, we look at people and we assess a story to them or we stereotype them. And so from that standpoint, that's why I knew that I needed to tell my particular story. Now, is my story any different from the other rags to riches stories that we've heard over and over and over again? No, because it's all about, you know, how you, you climb up that hill and you climb up the ladder and you go through adversity, you overcome, then you fall, you stumble, you get back up. The difference with my story is that I actually am very transparent and truthful with my reality. And there are certain things that I went through in order to get to this successful, per- quote unquote, successful person that sits before the questers today. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that is being very truthful and honest with people about your testimony, about your trials, because there are a lot of people that are going through what I've gone through. And then there are people that I'm linking arms with right now, certain things that I'm still going through. Yeah. So I knew that it was inevitable that I start a platform that really would impact and influence positively people through words, work, and wisdom. And that's my goal. Yes. And in fact, um, I I checked you out on your website and stuff, and I loved reading up about you. One of the things, one of the themes that I find um, everywhere is this idea of living vicariously through yourself instead of others, right? And that's kind of what we have decided, questions that today's topic is going to be on. Um, we, we want to emphasize this because I feel like it's so easy to do nowadays and it's so oftenly done, you know, and I I want, Angela, can you speak to that a little bit? What, what does that even mean for those who don't understand it truly that phrase living vicariously through yourself? So living vicariously through yourself simply means you get off the bench for being a, uh, uh, someone on the sideline 
and you get into the game of life. You stop allowing magazines, TV, your friends, even your parents, not saying be disrespectful to your parents now, but even your parents to a, a certain extent, because I will admit, I was guilty too of trying to form and mold my little girl into this ballerina that I once wanted to be in some other things, but that wasn't her destiny. That's not what fulfilled her. That's not what made her happy. And a lot of times, this is what we succumb to. This is what we give into. What is the ideal person for Angela to be? Or, you know, let me just put it within that NFL framework. All NFL wives, there's this cookie cutter that says we're supposed to look, we're supposed to live, we're supposed to drive, we're supposed to be this particular way. Wow. But living vicariously through yourself just simply means I will not conform to any uh, societal standard. Now, are there certain trends, certain things that I like, certain brands, certain designers, labels that I like? 100%. But I will say this emphatically and stand by it. Whether I am wearing Prada or Nada, I am a <laughs> fantastic representation of Angela Marshall. I'm happy, I'm free, I'm fulfilled, I'm fueled, and I'm ready for life, period. But there once was a time where I felt like I needed things and I needed validation from other people to make me this amazing person. And you do not. You like what you like, but with or without it, whether I shop you know, in Neiman Marcus or Target or Kmart or wherever, you know, those things don't make me. I make those things. So yeah. that is the message, uh, living vicariously through yourself. And even from, from a professional standpoint, you know, if you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, an attorney, an educator, if you want to be a YouTuber, a gamer. Now, granted, when my son was younger and he used to play, play all the Mortal Kombat and stuff, and I used to be like, ah, put that down. That's not yeah. going <laughs> You can't earn a li living from that or skateboarding. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, okay. my gosh. I, we were all wrong on that. <laughs> I'm on a gazillion percent. So that's why now, like, I have grandchildren questions. Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, when they say stuff like that. I'm like, of course, 100%, you can be whatever it is that, you know, whatever it is that you want to be, 100%. So that's fantastic. I live vicariously through yourself, define who you are for yourself and go for it, 100%. Yeah. And it's funny because I love the phrase in and of itself because vicarious means already in and of itself to, to live your life through somebody else, right? And so it's like to use that word and then end it with actually, yourself it's like oh hey yeah bring it full circle you know right. because in the end the happiness is going to stem from you prioritizing yourself and getting yourself in the game right so how how have you experienced um maybe tell us a, a story about someone you've been able to help understand this because i i feel like it's kind of difficult nowadays especially nowadays right everyone wants to be a millionaire everyone wants to be super popular so they start getting these cookie cutter models and trying to strive for them um, but how do we get people to realize your message and how important it is? Well, I will say this. I have mentees all the time that struggle with different things in their life, whether it's, you know, should I be an attorney like my family of attorneys or should I, uh, you know, wear my hair like this? And that seems so simple. It really does. It seems really simple, but it's, it plays a major part in the mindset of someone who's really growing and trying to find themselves. So one of the things I always try to exhort to them is, listen, you have to figure out the lanes 
And I don't just say lane, like I know some people say, oh, I'm gonna stay in my lane. Nah, I have multiple lanes because you know I'm every woman. Yeah. <laughs> but you figure out the lane, that particular lane for you, whether it's personal, then you got a professional lane and you have, you know, just different things. And then you mold it, you craft it into becoming the woman or the man that is going to sincerely and seriously make you the most fulfilled. And sometimes that's just not, you know, mommy or, or daddy's way or even your friends. You know, sometimes your circle. Yeah. When you're younger, you, you like this, you do this, you're into this. And then you just kind of, you know, life kind of takes a, a right turn for you. And, you know, you're something else. And it's OK. So being able to just really give that information to my mentees, especially ages, what I found ages mm, 13 to about 21 or 25 is oh, really, wow. really detrimental. Yeah, it's been really detrimental. Now, can I reach other ages? Obviously, because I'm 48 and I am still making buku changes. <laughs> Every time you turn around, I am finding ways to live vicariously through myself. But I just I got so sick and tired of people asking me um, or saying to me, oh, I'm just going to live vicariously through you or "Oh, I wish I had your life. And so from there, I decided to make some changes. And that change was that one uh, topic, live vicariously through yourself. That's awesome. I, I love this message so much. I feel like we need to dive in deeper now to its core. How, what, what's the first thing you tell someone when they're like, oh yeah, I want to live vicariously through you. You know, you have a great life. I can just follow you on social media. I, I can feel good about my life because I see you living your best life. Um, what do you tell those people? What kind of advice do you give them? I tell them, first of all, it is social media. So obviously I'm going to put my best foot and my best face forward. That's true. That's every celebrity. <laughs> that's every <laughs> person. Think about it. That's on social media. How many people do you know that get on there and say, oh, my account is overdrawn or, oh, you know, this just happened to me or I'm going through this. No, no, no. You see more uh, snips and more pics and more clicks of all of this. Oh, I'm beyond happy. Now, I'm guilty of it. I, I really am as far as posting uplifting, motivational, inspirational quotes and sayings. It's a part of who I am because that's I want to encourage people that even though you're going through a trying time, know that you, you know, you can smile and you can still have a positive outlook while you're going through. It doesn't mean that you're not going to, you know, succ uh, or I guess have negative thoughts or have dr uh, draining thoughts from time to time because I do. Right. But overall, what you see on social media, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to allow people to see the real me. So from time to time, I will say, hey, I had a messed up day or certain temptations that I'm faced with or rejections or different things that I go through. I put that on social media also, but I still would not say to anyone to live vicariously through me because actually our lives are aligned. It's kind of like, you know, that saying questers where people where they say the grass is greener. No, it's oh, not. Oh, yeah. I heard that so many times. The grass is greener wherever you nurture it. And think about this. No matter how you water it, how you prune it, how you take care of it, where do weeds come from? <laughs> <laughs>
you still have weeds, right? Yep. So it's no different. It's no, each one of us is no different. It's just that there are certain seasons, I guess, where I'm shifting. There's certain seasons where you'll be, you know, shifting in our friends and, and um, partners, business partners or whatever. And it's just certain things that we'll go through at different times. But my life is really no better than anybody else's from a Steve Jobs to an Oprah to whatever. And I admire those people. I, I mean, I admire the highest of the high and the lowest of the low because I identify with both of them. Coming yes. from a person who has been depressed, and I still go through depressing times. I'm not depressed anymore, but I go through depressing times. Because remember, it's all in the power of the tongue and how you think, too. Yes. So that's why I'm real careful with my words and questions. I want to exhort you guys. Be real careful with your with what you bring out of your mouth. Because, you know, as you speak and as you think, so will you be. Yeah. So, you know, going through depressing times, anxiety, someone who at the height of what was supposed to be um, this amazing time in my life, I contemplated suicide. How crazy wow. is that? But we, uh, But if you think about it, the celebrities that, um, that do commit suicide, if it was all about money and glitz and glam, because I mean, for God's sakes, you have these people, they're going to the Grammys, they're going to the Oscars, and they're supposed to be successful people, right? So if, just, if it was just all about that, why would they think that they needed to take their lives? Well, you know, you, you go into that valley because you feel um, like you don't add value or like you don't matter. And so that's why I always tell people don't pay so much attention as, you know, to the social media and the different shows and stuff like everybody's life is so much better than than mine. It's really not. We're all going through things. It's just we're going through them at different different cycles. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that. I get that. And it's it's interesting to me that there are so many people who have this mentality, like as soon as I get that million dollars, I'm going to be happy. You know, as soon as I get that awesome job that just pays so well, like I'm going to be happy. But then people get there. You've seen it firsthand. People who are there and they struggle with their fulfillment. You know, it's not there. They don't feel whole. Um, I, I find that so interesting. I feel like that's, um, I wanted to jump into this idea I had um, about people. Like you, you talked about the grass is greener on the other side. and But it's really wherever you nurture it, right? And I was wondering because... I mean, taking care of weeds, gardening, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, it can be kind of tedious. It can be tiresome. Um, and I think maybe that's why people fall so easily into that, that trap of trying to live through other people because it's like, this is easier. You know, yeah. it's an easy way out. I'm tired of having to pick weeds all day. I'll just let my stuff get out of hand and I'll watch someone else do a really good job, you know? So what do you say about to people who, who feel like they're tired or they're burnt out? from all the trials that they're, they're going through. I will just say this. You will have trials and tribulations until you take your last breath. Again, it's not about uh, that I don't have money, financial problems or emotional or mental or even physical things that I go through, social, cultural, economical things, political that I go through from time to time. That's not it. It's just that I refuse to be beat. <laughs> I yes. refuse to give up. I refuse to give in and I refuse to give out. And that's just the mentality, the mentality that we have to really connect with. Because of course the human spirit, sometimes it wants to, I think, fool you into thinking like, oh my God, it's, this is so heavy. I can't carry it or whatnot. But that's when 
I believe your circle has to be really, really, um, really strong and connected with you to help you because you certain things you won't be able to just get out of on your own, I guess. You need to make sure that you are connected, well-connected with people that believe like you believe, meaning hopefully positive. And, you know, they can definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's so important because you're going to have different uh, obstacles that you will face in opposition. But just remember, all of those obstacles and and, and, um, opposition, you can turn them into opportunities. So, again, it's all in how you you know, process things and internalize things within your brain. Yes. And that's what's so important. And that's what I had to do. And I, and once upon a time, I didn't do that because the world kind of beats you down and beats it out of you for, for you to be able to think that you're this person of strength or this person of character or this person of value. Because if I don't look like this supermodel, all, and I love Tyra Banks, love Cindy Crawford, all of them, any supermodel, kudos to you. However, you look like how, how you look, and I look how I look, and I'm still fabulous. I can still stand next yes. to Yes. With all sorts of value. And that's, you know, the spirit and, and just the truth that I want to inject and affect and infect people with, because we're long gone are the days where we actually feel, um, you know, truly empowered. You Like right now, you can go to an empowerment event, you can hear a speaker, and, uh, you know, they give you that hoorah and that rah-rah for mm-hmm. like five minutes. And you walk out and you feel the same way that you did when you walked in. And that's not the type of impact or influencer that I want to be. Like, I really want your life to change. I don't want to just inspire you. I want you to go from insp- inspirational to implementation. Putting different pieces of the puzzle together to make a better life for yourself. Yes. And I love your worst of the, like your, your worst, your use of the word. I can't even speak words. Um, <laughs> I, I like that effect on men. I have that effect on men. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh, Nelly. Okay. Okay. I see where we're going. <laughs> oh, Angela, you're so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, but I love your use of the word infect. Because it's like when you think of infection, you're kind of like, right. But like, if you use it in the sense, like I want to infect people with my happiness, with my mindset, because I've seen how it's used, it's been useful in my life. That's kind of a cool concept because like an infection, like it's going to spread. And then when it affects someone else, they have a chance that they can infect in someone else. And that's the idea, right? You want to be contagious with a positive mindset. And I love that. And um, let's talk about maybe for a little bit, the importance and the, the power of just perspective. Um, I almost feel like that can be used more dangerously than like if someone came at me with a negative perspective versus someone who came at me who was just like, like very built and strong, you know, and they came and beat me up, but the other person was using their words and there was trying to change my, my perspective to a negative mindset. I feel like the negativity is almost more dangerous in the long run. Right. Because if I get beat up, that's going to last short term. You know, I go, <laughs> I'm going to go to the hospital or whatever, but a negative mindset can be detrimental. Hey, I always say that you can do a gazillion things great, but that one thing, that one mistake you make, people remember it forever. And I don't know why, like I don't have the answer to why our brain connects more so with negativity or why it wants to 
give in more to the fear of doubt. Maybe because that's like the road less traveled. <laughs> and then yes. also, well, and then also probably because you and I, we talked about it a little bit beforehand about um, people not wanting to do the work because it's just easier to give up, right? You know, it's easier for me to eat that chocolate chip cookie than it is for me to go to the gym for 45 minutes <laughs> and burn calories. I mean, let's just be real. Yep. However, perspective is absolutely everything, which and it takes work. I mean, like I said, I've been on this journey now for about four years to positively impact and influence people. And I still go through challenging and just really difficult and discouraging times for myself to wear. I get beat up like that. And for a moment, I think, oh, I'm not going to make it. I just, I just, I don't want it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. But I, what helps me to continue to go through are my four D's. And I talk about those. Yeah. I talk about those because it helps me to retrain my brain when I'm in a rut. That's decide. Everything starts with a, with a decision, right? That's a choice that you have to make, that I will beat this. I will come out on top or I will go through it. Even if I don't win necessarily, I'm going to learn a really good lesson. Yes. Uh, I'm going to lose that battle, but you best believe I'm going to win the war. So it's decide, deal, deal. And that's just as important, important as the deciding because things are going to come at you different things, difficult things, and you have to handle them. You can't run away from relationships or business partnerships or bad deals or rejection or different stuff that you faced in your childhood or adulthood. You cannot run away from problems. They, you know, and sweeping them under the rug. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't cure itself. It's not that effective. (laughs) Correct. You have, because at some point you're going to walk around that Moses mountain. That's what I call it. And then you're Mm -hmm. going to have to face it. And by then it's grown, you know, more powerful if you think about it. So you decide, you deal, and then determination. Like, I will not give up. I will not give in. It's not going to, you know, uh, just overtake my life because I will not allow it. Now, do I have down days to where sometimes I don't want to get out of bed or I put the cover over my head a little bit longer than I should? Yeah, absolutely. Do I cry? Yeah, absolutely. But determination just simply means, again, it could be me getting a text message or a phone call from someone or just being uh, within my own brain, reminding myself of different things that I've said over the years to where I'm like, okay, Angela, pity party is over with. Now it's time for you to push. It's time for you to pull and it's time for you to propel. We're we're done. We're done with the crying, you know? Wow. So it's (laughs) deal, determination. And then that leads to what? Defeat. That means I'm done. I beat it. I've won. (laughs) And so those four D's have gotten me through so, you know, so many nights, so many days of toiling and just different things that I've I've come up against, uh, you know, and and during my my time here on this earth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Man. And how did you decide, like, how did you come up with those originally? Were you just sitting down? You were like, you know what? These are the things that have affected me the most. I'm going to, that's, that's my thing now. You know, I'm going to write a book about it. Cause this, <laughs> see, you are going to leave with something. Like I didn't just come before you and bump my gums and you not be able to leave with an actionable item. And that within itself makes me very, very happy. So yes. Yay. My no, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, so up with the four D's, I, I journal a lot. 
And I noticed that there was something about those words that kept coming up. I would say, Angela, you need to make a decision. Angela, you, Angela, you need to deal with this. Oh, determination. Where's my determination? Where's my will? I'm out of control. And then defeat. It was like, oh, I'm not going to let it beat me. I'm not going to let it defeat me. I can't let this get me down. And that's how I wow. you know, broke it down into the four D's for myself. And then also, like I said, just for my for my mentees, I strongly encourage the four D's often as well as I do the live vicariously through yourself. Yeah, yes. And, I, and, and that's like number numero uno. Yes. <laughs> yourself because when you do that, it's like everything else does not matter. <laughs> and I'm not saying like some people have said, oh, well, you're encouraging people to be egotistical and just be all inflated about themselves. And I'm like, you have to use common sense. Yes. Obviously, <laughs> if you are a jerk or you're making bad decisions, I'm not saying continue to walk down that, <laughs> that yeah. road. <laughs> And be a jerk. I mean, come on, people, use some common sense, right? Yes. What I'm saying is, is that different things that the world would have you try to conform that, you know, where they're trying to give you value or they're trying to assess how your life, you know, is not as glamorous or as, you know, as fabulous as somebody else's because you don't do such and such, you don't engage in such, or you're not a part of this particular organization. No, absolutely not. Because regardless, with those people, with those things, that should just add to you. Yes. But it should never subtract, period. And that's where we get it wrong. Because it's like, if I don't have this degree, or I don't drive this, or I don't look like this, or I haven't, you know, had a taste of that in life, like, it makes me not as good. Not at all. Not at all. Wow. We're, we're all We're all valuable. We're all powerful. And we're all positioned for greatness. It's just a matter of when and how you tap into what needs to be done in order for you to, um, you know, reach your quest for success. Ah! Yeah, there it is. Hey, full circle. That's what I'm talking about. Um, it's so true, though. It's I feel like people underestimate, like, how important it is to truly prioritize your happiness in life. You know, it's like that's not a selfish thing. That's not an egotistical thing. Like, you have to be able to say, okay. I do want to be happy. I do want to be successful. How do I prioritize that more in my life and stop living through others and start living through me? Yeah, that's what we're talking about here today. I love this. Um, and it's funny too that you bring that up that people would say that about you because I, I, my favorite quote from when we were talking on the phone last time was you said um, you were talking about why you wanted to do this, why you want to be a coach, you know, and help people. And you said because Giving back is a priority, not an option. Bam. That, that's so powerful. Why, why do you feel like it's so important to give back to the world? Well, the thing is, is that no matter how high I go up the ladder or someone else is, is going up the ladder, if I can't reach out or if I can't reach back, what have I truly accomplished? See, one of the things that my mentor has always exhorted in me is that you can have a lot of successful people, but there's not a whole lot of significant people because significant mm. people take their success and then they filter it back into the lives of others. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that. So I want to be a significant person that is known for giving with her success, period. So that's why it's not optional for me. Anytime someone reaches out to me, now, of course, you know, certain things you can't do 
for free. There has to be something charged for your time. Yeah. However, the majority of what I do for others, what I impart in others, even if I'm not, you know, uh, who they have chosen to write something for them or deliver something for them. I still like to just give little tidbits of information that's going to help their event or their book or their project to be just a little bit better because I wanted that. And I still want that because it's not that I've arrived. That's the other thing. I don't believe that you ever arrive. I think that you're always this person that is, you know, in search of that connection, that upward, that onward and that forward connection. Period. Yes. So, yeah, I, I just I, I love Anytime I'm in an, you know, I have an opportunity to give or just be in service because it does. It gives you such an amazing and fulfilling, um, you know, fulfilling, I guess, from the standpoint of your life. And I want my life to make an impact. I don't want to just be here, just kind of, you know, toss to and fro like tumbleweed. I want people when I'm no longer here, I want them to read my books. I want them to speak my name or see different things that I've left behind or just different how I've touched their lives and be able to say she was actually here. Not just yeah. she was here. I was actually here, you know, and yeah. look at that word. Actually, that means I made a, a connection and a, and a link between was and here. <laughs> ah, there you go. Questers. I love it. No, this is fantastic. You got to leave the right type of legacy behind how are you wanting to be remembered for for the rest of your life was it someone who just made a million bucks or was it someone who helped you know a thousand people you know like what wow what the difference in value there is it's so extreme and the difference in fulfillment also very extreme um i i truly believe that that helping people is so important too um so i love that i love that about you angela so how can questers follow you how can we get in touch with you and stay hyped with you all the time? Well, first of all, thank you guys again so much for having me on the consideration and the opportunity. I am truly honored. Anytime you can sit in front of millennials or those that are kind of, you know, doing uh, are years behind you and they actually listen, who what yeah. an honor. <laughs> What an honor, because I tell you, I have two children that, two adult children, they don't want to listen to me. So thank y'all for listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what we do. That's what we do. I appreciate it. Um, in the wonderful world of Google, you can Google Angela Marshall, the magnificent, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can Google Angela Marshall, uh, and my links will come up. I'm on every social media outlet. Uh, from IG to Twitter, LinkedIn, which y'all probably don't do LinkedIn right about now, but I'm, I am on LinkedIn. No, that's <laughs> awesome. Also, my books are all, you know, all over the place. I do uh, creative writing consultant work as far as like if any of you guys need tips or resumes or bios or your you know term papers or uh, dissertations that maybe you need some, some editing, call your girl. I help wow. you out. Yeah, yeah. So all of those. And then also my personal website is www.inotherwordsbystone.com. There it is. You guys heard it here. If you guys enjoyed this episode with Angela and you felt inspired or motivated in any way, I encourage you to go and follow her. Make her a part of your every day because that's how you become more positive. That's how you become more successful, surrounding yourself with people who have those types of vibes. <laughs> You guys can't see, but she's dancing right now. This is fantastic. Um, 
But yeah, and questers, another thing too, we always encourage people, if you didn't like the episode for any reason, if it was for me or for Angela, I'm sure she feels this way too. We want to hear feedback. More than anything, we want people to reach out to us and let us know what we can do to be better and help better serve you. Um, this is Success Quest. What, what we want is help people become more wholly successful on their journey to finding success. And just like Angela pointed out, it's not about thinking about this end like goal, like the tip of the mountain. It's a constant journey. It's a lifestyle. You want to learn to live it and love it um, and live and love yourself. So thank you again, Angela, for being here on the show with us. Thank you, Questers, for listening. Don't forget that we come up with a new episode every Thursday. By the time actually this probably comes out, it's probably Tuesday and Thursday. So we're really excited about that. So um, without further ado, you guys have a great day and a successful day. 